Welcome to the Campus Talent Lab podcast, your go-to resource for campus recruiting and early talent management expertise and insight. Each episode focuses on solutions to one specific challenge in the campus ecosystem. Whether you're looking to amplify your brand on campus, optimize intern conversions, diversify your workforce, or drive improvement to any part of your student hiring or early talent programs, Campus Talent Lab has got you covered. Today's episode is How Can You Launch Campus Recruitment in a New Market During a Pandemic and features a discussion with Jesse Kepler, Director of Campus Recruiting at Clifton Larson Allen. Here's your host, Graham Donald. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining us for today's Campus Talent Lab presentation. Our topic is how we launched campus recruitment in a new market during a pandemic. Uh, this topic touches on really sort of three, what I see as three key success factors in the count campus talent ecosystem, clarity, commitment, and awareness. And so what I mean by that, um, like any new initiative, it's really important to start with clarity. That's the process of creating a strategy with clear objectives so everyone involved understands where they're headed. What are we, what are we trying to achieve here? Um, next, launching in a new market requires some commitment. In other words, really getting senior leadership buy-in and engaging the support of internal partners so that you can execute on what you're trying to do. You've given them clarity, now you need this commitment. And then finally, launching a new market really is all about awareness, right? It's about building awareness. Um, and so that's the process of building your brand presence so that you can create demand among students for your opportunities and they understand what it is you're, you're offering. So today really is a case study in that process of launching in a new market. And this one has the added twist of doing so during a pandemic. Um, so pretty sure no one here uh, until last year or so anyway had done such a thing launching in a new market during a pandemic so this is all new to all of us um, so with that it's my pleasure to welcome uh, Jesse Keplin director of campus recruiting at CLA Clifton Larson Allen to walk us through her experience welcome Jesse thank you Graham thanks for having me happy to be here I'm very glad to have you here that would be dull without you <laughs> but uh, before we jump into it, um, just give us a bit of experience. I'm sure there's some people who don't know what CLA is, um, who you recruit, the, the sort of the scale and the, the majors and so on. Can you give us a bit of background? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so CLA is a professional services firm. Um, we have three legs to our stool, as I like to put it. We have a wealth advisory arm, an outsourced biz ops accounting arm, and then the traditional CPA services that you might think of with a public accounting firm. Uh, we're the eighth largest firm in the US. Um, we have about 120 offices throughout the United States, 7,400 family members. Yes, we call ourselves family members. Uh, we uh, hire about 1,100 campus interns and associates across 260 campuses throughout the US. Wow, okay, so you, it's a really quite a large organization in a very competitive uh, space, I would say, imagine in terms of talent and recruitment. Um, maybe just quickly your background a little bit and how you found your, yourself here. Yeah, so I've been with CLA actually my whole career. I started off as an intern and advanced my way up to principal. So I was client serving for about 14 years and uh, since then have moved over full-time into recruiting over the last two years. So I went to North Dakota State University in Fargo, North Dakota, where people don't know where that is, uh, and got my internship in Minneapolis. And once I graduated, I've been here full time. Oh, great. Okay, perfect. Great setup then. So let's 
jump into this. As you know, we like to focus these discussions on a, a specific challenge. Um, I think uh, it's pretty evident from what the title, what that challenge was, but maybe you can <laughs> extrapolate a little bit on that, the big picture problem we were trying to solve. Yeah, so the, the big picture problem was uh, CLA as a firm, as our leadership team, had decided it made sense for us to open an office in Nashville. So the closest offices we had, Charlotte, Atlanta, but for uh, business expansion purposes, made sense to open an office in Nashville, which we just did a couple weeks ago. But as we all know, it takes a lot of planning and effort and time. We have client volume there and we had some relationships there already, but we really didn't have any campus specific relationships. So we were really starting from scratch, working our way from the ground up. Uh, and like you had said earlier, we were in the midst of a, a pandemic when I got the phone call and we, we had to go about it all virtually. It's interesting. I would think in a lot of industries, opening a new office in a new location means a bunch of your experienced people go there and get started. And I guess in the professional services business, new hires uh, are such a big piece of it that that becomes a consideration very early in the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like the I got I got the phone call early and in the process that we maybe made the decision to go. We weren't maybe sure timing. Uh, we didn't have an office finalized yet or location. Uh, so yeah, leadership really knew the the importance of building a team and and calling us in early. So what did that look like then? You got the call. It's time to start figuring this out. <laughs> Yeah, so I got the call and said, hey, we're looking at opening an office in Nashville. Help us with the campus efforts. So uh, they, they gave a call to our national functional team and were very encouraging and supportive. What do you need from us? Run with it. Feel free to think differently if we need to, um, you know, which was in a way refreshing. It's not, this is how we've always done it here. This is how we need to keep doing it here just just be be creative think differently um and and start thinking about how we can get plugged in and, and begin building those campus relationships and so when did that start what is that timing are we already into the pandemic when you're first hearing these ideas yeah so when we started connecting with the schools it was probably october of last year so maybe we got the you know, maybe it was a month or two before, so we could begin doing our research and really figuring out who we were going to be targeting. Uh, yeah, so definitely amongst uh, the heart of the pandemic. Okay, people, people are virtual. There's nothing connecting. Um, I, I put up the next question, but let me stay there. So let's talk about those steps. Then, what did that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know, we started off first researching qualified institutions. Nashville has a lot of great schools within and around the area. So it was really listing out all of those schools, um, understanding the programs they offered the majors. Uh, you know, we usually look at accounting as the main major, but finance, other related majors. So there was some process of eliminations just from a major standpoint. Uh, while we do have a lot of services throughout the firm, the, the bulk of our hiring is the traditional audit tax intern. So looking at the criterium of the curriculum of will they, the students be CPA eligible? Do they offer that as a part of the schools? Um, what is the distance from the office, uh, diversity of the students? Uh, so just really looking at all the logistics of the schools, 
I did mention we had some business connections in the area, so I had some conversations with them to see if one, they had any uh, introductions they could make to us, or if, you know, once we had our, maybe our first initial narrowed down list to share that with them and see, is there a school that we're missing? Uh, is there one that you maybe wouldn't spend as much time on right away? Uh, and, uh, you know, then we just started picking up the phone, sending emails, looking at the website, contacting career services first to begin an introduction, uh, yep. just share, you know, we're, we're expanding, we're coming to Nashville, we're really excited. We would love to hear more about the programs and your students and share about CLA. And then from there, uh, things just moved on. Once we got connected with the right individuals at the career services, there were, yep. um, you know, some cases of, oh, it's not me, it's this person. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, eventually found the right individuals to connect with. Right. Jesse, just stepping back one piece, I'm just thinking about how, I mean, as you mentioned, there's a lot of institutions. Um, you've got finite resources you want to focus, obviously, the ones that have the kinds of programs you're looking for. But are there particular lists or resources or I mean, are you looking at school rankings? Um, where, do you, where do you go? Uh, or was it much more your local people saying, well, this is where we should be? You know, we probably started with with Google yeah. <laughs> and 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 looking at potentially like Rutgers as a resource, um, and and then the people that that we know, and then it was really digging in on their individual school websites to to find out is their accounting program accredited? Can we see that they have the ability, even maybe if accounting isn't a full major, do they have like an emphasis or a minor in it that they could still be CPA eligible? Um, and, you know, we ended up with, with four target schools um, to start off with. Again, there's a lot of schools and there's definitely more I could see us expanding into. Uh, but as you had mentioned at the beginning too, it, it takes a lot of time and effort and we wanna be mindful of that. You don't wanna go to too many schools and not be able to give the resources and the efforts that you need, at least at least right away. So, you know, we have our, our first set and and we'll reassess as we continue to progress forward down there. Yeah, yeah. It, in many ways, it's it's early to assess, but just giving it, getting your thoughts around what's gone well so far, um, mm -hmm. what'd you say? Yeah, so like I said, you know, we went from zero campus relationships to relationships yeah. that were, are strong with, with three different schools. So we really looked at how can we get involved and try to get involved as much as we could virtually in a pandemic. So we've had the opportunity to participate in their virtual career fairs. Um, was a part of a Beta Alpha Psi panel. We did some Beta Alpha Psi uh, presentations. We've helped with mock interviews. Um, we've even, as, as one of my things of success, have gotten asked to be an a advisory board member at one of the schools. So in, in a short period of time, I always think that that's um, a, a very nice uh, a way to get in. Um, we did have some virtual office hours with a couple of the schools. Uh, I was really surprised by one, you know, we just had virtual office hours pop in, pop out, like we just were here to share about CLA, talk about resumes, mock interviews, whatever you want to talk about, we'll be here. And the first one we had, we actually had three students join and they all stayed with us for 90 minutes, which surprised me. I thought, you know, maybe they'd pop in, pop out 15, 20 minutes, but they all stayed with us for, for 90 minutes. Um, so that was a really great experience. Um, 
listening to one of the career services, they had said, our students a little disappointed. We didn't have any live events. They didn't get any swag. And so, you know, we listened, we pay attention. We sent a little box of swag for them to have in, in the department where students could swing by and pick it up. Just, you know, keychains and hand sanitizer and maybe some pens, but at least uh, giving the students something uh, to be able to take home with them. Um, and then we've done really good at staying connected, you know, emails, video calls. We've used LinkedIn. They, schools use Handshake. Uh, so just really looking at those regular interactions. Um, you know, we're always interested in hearing about the opinions and insights of the career services and professors. What are they seeing? What are they hearing? So we can uh, meet the students where they're at. Um, I think what also went well is that we came to the market with available opportunities. So we had internships and new associate positions posted and, and ready for us to find candidates, interview and, and find some. So we've uh, had four accepted offers in Tennessee, three from our target schools. Um, when I think about it, some people might wonder, well, you said you hire 1100 is, is three a success. And in my mind, definitely yes, because considering we just got our name out there starting in October and we're already finding students excited to come be with us and join us. And some are really excited about, I get, I get to help build a new office. So I get to be in a new office and I get to help really grow this in Nashville. Yeah, no, I think that's, that sounds great. What, what so have those students started already or what's their, what, what will their start date be? Those uh, particular students are going to be January, 2022. So they'll okay. be starting here this January uh, for internships experiences. Okay. okay. And are you doing things to sort of keep them warm and engaged in the meantime? Cause it's a, a big gap there. Yeah, so um, just even as a firm wide, we've really focused on our committed hire communications. Um, we know it's a competitive environment and just because students have accepted offers doesn't mean at the end of the day, they always they always show up. Um, so yeah, we've, we've developed a committed hire communication strategy as a firm and have been staying connected with regular video connections on various topics. We've had a couple live connections. Um, I was, mentioned to you earlier before we got connected with this group, I just booked um, my first travel down to Nashville. And as we're attending the career fairs this fall, you know, we plan on reaching out to those committed hires. Hey, come, come hang out with us while we're at the career fair, or let's go grab coffee and stay connected that way. And then we just moved into our new office space a couple weeks ago. So we plan on having an open house and social event here uh, in September as well to, um, expand the brand awareness, let those committed hires see the space, because most of them probably haven't seen that yet either. Yeah, absolutely. They get a nice, fresh new office to come to when the time comes, which is great. Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Jackson here has a couple of great questions. So the first one is, what's the size of your team that's you know fully focused on campus recruitment? Yeah, so right now we have four fully committed okay. to campus, but you know we definitely have individuals that are passionate and helping out all throughout the country, probably another um, 40 that it's a, a, a big component of their role. Uh, and then we also have, you know, the very important client serving professionals that are very helpful in our recruiting efforts and building relationships and help attending events and interviews and all of those good things. Great. Yeah. Thanks. That helps 
complete the picture a little bit. So then the other question here is what, what are your key metrics that you use to measure success of this? And did, did you have, you know, did you have key, key numbers that you were looking for or was it feeling too new to even commit to a certain number of hires? And, yeah. yeah, I mean, we had, we, we had recs um, and was like, if we can fill these amounts, uh, that would be great. Um, and we were able to do so. So we, we filled what we needed for 2021 because we had some 2021 needs in there. Uh, we're feeling really good about January 2022. Um, you know, still working on final numbers, depending on how many current family members are also wanting to to relocate to Nashville. But you know, we're almost ready to start looking at 2023. Um, so really, I'd say our success is finding finding those students. Uh, I think a little bit too soon with the relationships to say, you know, is th is this the schools that we should we should be at? I definitely yeah. think will will expand but uh for right now i think we're at a good number of schools um to be able to focus on right do you think you'd um you'd do anything differently is it too soon to to know what you would do differently next time or um yeah to me i think the biggest thing would would maybe have started sooner um right. you know we started like i said in october is when those initial introductions were made and at that time, due to the pandemic, a lot of the schools ended up maybe condensing their schedules. They didn't have as many breaks, so they got done around Thanksgiving timeframe. They didn't come back from Thanksgiving break, and that's when they were done. So by the time we got connected, there was just a couple weeks left, uh, but we, we did what we could. The schools helped like send out an introduction email about who CLA is, and then we had those couple office hours, but we really then looked at, okay, what's happening in the spring so we didn't let that get us down we just said okay what's happening this spring how can we get involved what are those key dates and let's make sure we're ready to rock and roll when they come back for the spring semester great great um uh oh quick uh, question here lynn ulster what is the average expected timeline starting with establishing a new relationship with the university to onboarding new hires that's a <laughs> That's it. I don't know if we got the average, but let's get a good sense of that. So you basically you started in October. When were you when were you placing making offers and accepting these people that are starting in January? Yeah, I mean, I guess that we were when we started reaching out, we had those recs open right away. So um, you know, they weren't to start right away, but it was definitely um to to start. I think we have maybe one or two starting this fall. And okay. then rest of them were really focused on January, but we knew that it was important to us that when we show up and talk to students about who CLA is, we needed to have something to like back that up. If they're interested, we need to make sure that there's opportunities available to them. So uh, having having those positions posted and you know part of that conversation with career services was. Can we get, I think all of them use Handshake. Can we get connected on Handshake? Are you okay if we post our stuff? And that was almost step one after the career services call was to get those opportunities posted on Handshake as they were still introducing us to Beta Alpha Psi and some of the professors, but we had those opportunities out there right away. Yeah, so these, uh, the couple, the one or two that are starting in the fall, are they working virtually then moving into your Nashville office when it opens or, or are they? Uh, so the office opened just a couple weeks ago. Uh, oh, so weeks it's, ago. it's open, right. and um, yeah, I envision that they'll be they'll be there in person. The office, yep, in person. Okay. Great. Um, now, Mary Scott has a great question here about your mix of on-campus versus virtual events this fall. 
Uh, well, I'll let you answer that question. I've got something related to what I want to ask you, but yeah. So, um, and this wouldn't just be Nashville specific. This would be in terms of your, your campaign, your program. What, what's that looking like right now? Yeah, I think because we cover, you know, we 120 plus offices, we're, we're seeing a lot of different things across the country, just depending on state, local, city guidelines. Um, I know Nashville, they're planning for all in-person events. I talked to someone in the Northeast, and I think it's a combination of the two. Here in the Midwest, I, um, I'm seeing in-person. Um, I know historically California uh, has been a little bit tighter on things um, and with some spikes out there and even down in Texas. So I think it's really going to depend across the country. As, as a firm, if we're having in-person events, you know, as long as our people are comfortable going, uh, we're planning on, on getting back on campus. But it's, it's been interesting to see some schools that are still keeping a virtual option for students or employers that are maybe not comfortable going back on campus. Um, one observation one of my team members had mentioned to me was the fact that some schools, maybe they just did one large career fair in the past, and now they're focusing them on College of Business or College of Engineering and, and making them smaller career fairs, which would you know reduce the size of, of people attending so that yeah. they can still keep those in-person events. Right. I, I'm not sure if this is a question I have or as much as a comment, but you know, at one of our presentations recently, we heard a little bit about some of the virtual tools um, that employers have been using to connect with students. And by that, I mean uh, services other than going through the schools, databases, uh, you know, matching services and so on. And, and one of the comments was, well, if you were, I, I thought in that context, if you're going somewhere new, you might use some of those tools. You're in a field which I, I, I feel is very much about in-person relationships to recruiting. Um, you have a comment on that or thoughts around that? In fact, we've heard from some of the big firms and professional services saying, no, we're, we're gonna be way more virtual in the future, even as things change. Uh, do you see for CLA, Jesse, that, that in-person is gonna be one of your competitive advantages or how do you feel about that? You know, I definitely think there are, are there, there's pros and cons of both being a virtual, you can do it any time, you don't have any travel, you know, it's easier to schedule. Um, you know, but I, I still think in-person will be an important part of, of our recruiting efforts um, as we continue to move forward. We, we do look at some things. So we have a, a good relationship as a firm with NABA. They have their Matchplicity site. Uh, you know, that's definitely a resource that we'll be able to use moving forward. I think that's a, a newer tool of theirs. Um, but I, I do see, especially in the, in the new market, uh, being able to, to get there and, you know, just putting like faces to names and um, but but we've also shown we can do it virtually if if we need to and um, we're not we're not able to travel somewhere for having relationships maybe with a school that's a little bit tougher to get to uh, I wouldn't discount us trying to establish that relationship just because of that because we've we've seen I think everyone's seen that we can do a lot more things with technology than maybe we we thought we could have well, a year year and a half ago. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned some organizations you've partnered with recently. Brenda Williams has a question here asking what other student organizations you may plan to connect with going forward. Yeah, so Beta Alpha Psi and accounting clubs are usually where we start. Um, but I had mentioned NABA, you know, we're definitely looking at if we're with a school that has a NABA chapter or Alpha or SEND, are there other ways we can get involved? Um, maybe it's even like a women in business. And so 
thinking a little bit more broadly as a veterans groups, those types of things that we can get involved with and um, expand those relationships. And I think once you get an established relationship with one part of the organization, it can help get you introduced into other pieces of it. So right now, at least in Nashville, we focus just mainly on beta alpha psi, but as we get those relationships more established, we'll look at, okay, how can we expand within that school? Right, great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Any other um, recommendations that others might consider as we get close to the end here? Yeah, some I think we've already touched on um, at the beginning, you noted, just being intentional, having a plan as you're going in, but then on the other side, you know, be flexible. Don't be afraid to shift from that original plan if, if you need to. And then also just be patient. Building relationships can take time uh, and effort and you just you need to be patient because it's not something that's just gonna flip a switch and all of a sudden now you are the most well-known firm in the area. So it's just gonna take time, um, you know, building relationships with the schools and the trust of the students and um, we'll be patient along the way. No, great, great points. And I think, I mean, I really think it's quite impressive to, to, to do this at a time. I mean, anything new when everyone's kind of looking for safe and reliable, I would think through the pandemic. Um, so great that you've been able to get those first hires. And, and, and I appreciate your you know, sense that, you know, you don't necessarily know that you've cracked it, practiced that yet. You got to evaluate, measure, figure out whether the schools are, are, are paying off um, with the right, right candidates and everything. So that's great. Um, well, I think that sounds great. Any other uh, sort of last comments? No, I just really appreciate the opportunity to, to share uh, my story. You can find me on LinkedIn too, if you want to connect and, and talk more. I'm happy to have a discussion with anybody. Well, thanks, Jesse. I appreciate it. It was really fun to have this, this case study sort of see beginning to end. And, um, you know, thank you for investing your time to help others advance their careers and understand, you know, what uh, what they can learn from, from this example. And it'll be really fun to follow up with you in a while and see how things progress. So thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Campus Talent Lab podcast. For more information and to join the community, please visit www.campustalentlab.com.